Don't forget that. <laughs> that would have sucked. Get done. Oh, yeah, shit. We didn't shit, hit record. Shit, push record. Damn it. <laughs> no. It's been a long time since we fucked things up like that. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. As I'm playing with batteries, sorry. I don't know why I was the, such fidgeting. The Snafu battery? Uh, is, that, is that off board, or is, uh, do you have an observer for that? Uh, no one's observing me right now. No, oh, okay. I, I, I do have pants on, though, so, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Well, it's to eat your own. Maybe you have an observer. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 90. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk some rules, hobby. Uh, guess what? We got a, we got a little pre, uh, pre, uh, what do you want to call it? What is that? Pre-release? Pre-release. Pre-release? Advanced, advanced, advanced copy. Advanced copy of, uh, Achtun Panzer, uh, so, danger tank. Danger tank. Sure. Not in German. That's more fun in German, quite honestly. Way more fun in German. Unless hey. you're actually in Germany, it may not be as fun. Then it's just... It's probably not allowed in Germany, unfortunately, for them. Well, maybe it is. Who knows? I don't know how their rules work. Uh, anyway, so we got we got an advanced copy. We'll kind of go over some of that stuff. We'll look at it. Talk about it in vague terms and tell you if it's cool or not. Uh, tell you if what we think if we think it's cool or not. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Give yeah. you I mean, our impressions. Yeah. Obviously, I'm the entire world, so anything I say goes. But yeah, no, it'll just be our opinions. <laughs> <laughs> some view us as an authority. You're my some, world. Some Ooh. view us as not the opposite <laughs> of an authority. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Operation Snafu st- or uh, not Sledgehammer, not Snafu. Sorry, Sledgehammer will be happening first. Yeah, Sledgehammer is that Sledgehammer? Yeah, my God, Sledgehammer is happening first, and then we'll talk some HQ stuff as well. So, uh, but cool. we're going to start with hobby stuff. Jeff, what are you working on? Um, well, I, I I posted a couple of questions, so I'm I'm learning how to make a three D a resin three D printer work when it's below temperature. That's that's been my that's most of hobby. my projecting here. Yeah, all the various ways to try to get the resin to an appropriate temperature where it actually prints things and not like weird transporter room accident things. Hmm. So. Um, <laughs> That's been a lot of it. I did, though, because uh, they started plugging this Achtung Panzer. Uh, I have popped the the plastic off of the uh, the Pershing tank and the King Tiger, and they are going to get Ooh. put together nice. and decorated up real nice for this game. So, All right. Cool. Because, let's be frank, they don't really fit in a bolt-action game. <laughs> I don't want to be frank. Well, okay, I'll be frank. You be beans. Uh, and then, <laughs> no, I'm really excited about this, though, because it's like we all have these cool tank collections, right? Because everybody, everybody has, like, some love of tanks. Somewhere Especially deep when inside. you started. When you, like, Especially first started, when you yeah, started, like, yeah. Someone sells you on the idea of a tank. You're like, yeah, I want the big one. And you're like, oh, yeah. that's half my army. Shit. Right, and suddenly you're like, this, this looks amazing but isn't really um, efficient at all. Right. So you don't get to play them very often. So I'm I'm stoked we're going to get a game I can play them in. Oh hey, I get to put together my comet. Look at that. There exactly, that's what I'm talking about, right? Put together. 
And and to their credit, Warlord made a game, and yeah, everyone kind of we give Warlord a little bit of guff once in a while for just coming up with new random games all the time. But like other companies would have done like some dick move, like make it in a different scale. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you wouldn't have been able, sure. and it'd be like, come on, really? So kudos to Warlord for round you know, bases versus square bases, what? something like that. Yeah, or like, oh, you know, we got this cool uh, miniatures game, and like, you know. I don't know what it was, the twenty millimeter. But look, we're going to make almost the exact same game, and now it's in thirty-two millimeter. Ha-ha. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Fantasy Flight. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's been that <laughs> that's been most of my hobby time. So, okay. cool. Did you have you found have you found anything to work with a three D printer? Uh the most reliable thing is to is just close the door and take a space heater and heat the whole damn room. Okay. Um, that works. Yeah. It's just not really, it's not energy efficient. I just bought this little, um, so it's like a, it's a, it's like a mini block space heater. It's about two inches by one inch metal. Okay. Uh, and it's supposed to like sit inside, inside underneath the, the case and heat the vat and heat the, like the interior of it. Oh, like, um, ambient. Like yeah, like inside the printer, okay. heat the resin, hit the plate, everything, and it's supposed to uh, it's supposed to work. Um, I'm, about, um, like I'm skeptical. Blanket. Well, so like one of the most popular things is actually like uh, vat bands um, okay. for like okay. when you're brewing and fermenting. Um, yeah, and the okay. trick the trick and you just you wrap them around the thing. The, the trick with those is there's basically two styles. One of them is a permanent attachment, so it, like it sticks on the vat, right? And that's cool because it's the most efficient, but Every time you pull that vat out, you've got to unplug it, and you got cords dangling off. And if you empty the resin, you got to be careful not to pour the resin on top of it. So it's for someone like me that's got like ten thumbs. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried I'm just going to wreck it the first time I I clean the vat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also ones that just kind of wrap around that are like I don't know how to like coated in rubber, so they just like a rubber tube. Um, so they're not permanent attachments; they're temporary. But then those are a little harder to keep on the vat the whole time while it's printing because the cords, you know, so it's, it's a trade off. The vat doesn't move, right? It's just the plate. No, the vat, just the plate moves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they would work. It's just, you know, you kind of got to pick your poison. Um, ideally I'm hoping that within the next, I mean, 3d printers every year, if anyone that watches it's advanced drastically year to year, right? I'm hoping within the next two to three years, a heated vat just becomes standard. Yeah, you would think that it would just be like, I'm going to want it. I, like, it wants it to be a certain temperature. Make it that temperature. Particularly because it's not a low temperature. Like, it wants to be like 75 to 85 degrees. Oh, geez, yeah. That's not right. no, fair. That's Fahrenheit for anybody listening out there. Right, right. 25 to 30 Celsius. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be more tropical fish tank. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, that's that's significantly warmer than most people keep their house. Yeah, regardless of, yeah, summer or Regardless winter. of season, yeah, so... So I'm hoping that a VAT heater becomes standard. I mean, there's a few printers that already come with them. They're just a little pricier, and I mean, I've, it's a perfectly good printer. I don't want to get rid of it just because, oh, I want, you know, it's not like a car where I can trade it in. I mean, it's, yeah. it's trade-in value is uh, is low. <laughs> you want to be able to use it more than half the year. Right. Yeah, I just want to be able to use it more than half the year. Exactly. Hmm. Right? Because even in a mild winter like this, if it's below 50 degrees ambient, I mean, it's 60 degrees in my printing room, and that's... Like uh, at least a third failures. Yeah, no bueno. And every failure is a pain in the ass because you got to check the vat and clean it up. So, cool. so anyway, for anyone out there, if someone else is a resin three D printer and has an even better solution, post on our Discord. I'd love to hear it because um, I am always open to new ideas. And 
if I get this little mini space heater thing, whatever the hell it is working inside, I'll, I'll post a little review of it and tell you if it's good, or if I think it's good or not. <laughs> and if you're not a Discord user and have the advice, you can send it to snafupodcast2017 at gmail.com, and I'll make sure it gets to them. Yeah, that'd be super helpful, guys. Really? So, you should yeah. just join Discord, though. We'd not love to hear Discord from you. people. That's no, I mean, you can lurk Discord, too. We won't harass you. Sure. Like, introduce yourself and tell us three interesting facts about your life or anything like that. That is required to actually join. I'm joking. <laughs> what, what was your childhood pet's name? Yeah. What's your favorite color? So your mom's, your mom's maiden name and what street did you grow up <laughs> yeah, on? Exactly. Also, the last four of your Social Security, if you have such Would be, a Yeah, it'd be a lot more useful. Yeah, right? This explains so much. Anyway. Yeah. We're just going to use it to buy tanks. Don't worry. <laughs> That's You know what? That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Like real size <laughs> tanks, though, not. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah, well, Next, yeah. I mean, like obviously, yeah. Anyway, Pat, what are you working on? Um, actually, been doing quite a bit. I got one of my 3D printers back up and running. Yay! So, yeah, I ended up doing a full hot end replacement. The the hot end, the fans, and everything, all the way back to the box. So it was a full kit replacement for like twenty bucks or something like that. And I forgot what an absolute pain in the butt it is to deal with those uh, those screw terminals for wires. Those are awful. Oh, those, those things suck. Yeah, they suck. Unless you can get like a, a it was like a crimp attachment or something that makes the wires big enough that the screw can actually bite it without just pushing it out of the way when you try and screw the the screw down. Hmm. Okay. It's a pain. It basically comes down to like getting just luckily getting it to bite. And that was interesting. I guess it happened. See what you're talking about. I'd go ahead, and look up screw terminal. It should, it should yeah, I'm like I've done like a, yeah, I'm familiar with screw terminals, but I'm trying don't to figure why they're so hard. Don't you hook the wire and put it around so, the screw and engage? So the wires in a 3D printer are very, very small. Very range. small. Okay. There like super thin wire. Super yeah. thin wire. Yes. Like you're talking like 22, 26 gauge somewhere in that category. Are these just controller wires? What are they supposed to? Well, this is, it's all the stuff to control. Yeah, the turn Car- the like fan carrying current. Yeah, it, it sends the orders to the, the the heater to turn on and off. Right, it's just sending a signal. It's not sending a current. Yeah. So, but anyway, the, the screw terminals are an absolute pain in the butt. Uh, but I finally got it. It was just finally it caught, and I'm like, woohoo! Great. Now there's another one. <laughs> another five minutes of futzing and got that one done. So that's been up and going. So I'm getting some stuff printed off for a sledgehammer. I'm getting some stuff printed off for the other system that came out that needs uh, conversion trays, I'll just say. Mm-hmm. So that's been running as often as possible. Okay. Uh, starting to get some serious work in on on my uh, factory table, factory and train table. Nice. nice. Uh, I've So... I dug out a bunch of craters. Digging in foam is not as much fun as you thought. I had picked up a heated X-Acto blade. Uh-huh. Well, that, that that did not work how I wanted it to. <laughs> not how you expected it to? No. I basically ended up just took, a, took an X-Acto knife and just, like, chewed it up just and then pulled the pieces it. out and then grabbed the shop vac, you know, and introduced another power tool to the to the hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so I got that. Um, that was me, sorry. What right. was that? That was uh, Jeff for getting his volume on his phone is up while I was scrolling looking at uh, 3D printer stuff. <laughs> nice. That was very scary. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, <laughs> that was a little, uh, little psycho. <laughs> yeah, I was scared the hell out of me, too, and I had headphones on. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, so yeah, so digging out all the craters on the on the half inch pink foam. So that was pretty fun. Okay. Didn't go all the way through the foam on any of them. So hey, I was kind of happy about that. Nice, thank you. Um, I've got. Um, Are you done with that? I'm I'm almost at the point to where if you put a game mat down, it would be done. <laughs> wow, it's just so I, okay. Oh, nice. Because nice. there's a, a linoleum cutter might have helped you. Have you ever worked What's with a one linoleum of those? cutter? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm done cutting um, all that so stuff. So it's like um, I mean, I can Google it, I guess. Yeah, but. they're used for like block carving, so like block printing. Oh, okay. It's like a it's like a V exacto knife, so it's intended oh. to dig and pull out whatever oh. it digs into, which is pretty slick. Right, now let's just make sure I have this muted, and I'll go look for one. <laughs> <laughs> is when you go right? on Amazon, does it just like scream at you? Like it's like, don't uh, do it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I wish my Amazon did that. I yeah, actually, well, I wish I... my wife's Amazon did that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. No, I've I've got I've got all the five or six craters I'm going to do nice. done. Okay. I've got all the roads down. Nice. Um, I've got the main factory building is about 80% painted. Oh, wow. The one thing I have done nothing on is the tracks and the train. Those are still sitting in primed condition. Well, they're at least so. primed. Well, well, I mean, they've been 3D printed like fucking three or four years ago. So, and it's nice that, so I did a 3D design, um, so... Basically, I think I've explained this before, but I've got, I've got it on one inch um, foam board, mm-hmm. and then I've got the trains that are set down. But I three D designed something to bring them back up about halfway. Okay, I'll have to post a picture because it's really tough to explain. But it's, a, I mean, I don't have that file to make those anymore. So if I ever wanted to, I'd have to design it from the ground up again. Which I mean, I could do, but and then I've got all the Dewey Cat tracks and trains were all printed years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, those are glued down and just ready to be to be painted and colored and I'm really I mean this has been my primary hobby with it. I'm trying to get to the finish line so I can bring it to Sledgehammer. Okay. So because I think it's going to be a nice table and like people to see it, like people have a chance to play on it and tell me how awful it is that I should scrap it. So I mean that's you know what I'm trying to do there. Um, and that's been pretty much my hobby is just focusing on getting this stuff done. Uh, it, it's it's coming along pretty good. Okay, so it's exciting. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, right now it is in well, it's being each section's being worked on. So like, I've I've literally got two of them behind me that are drying from the coat of uh, texture paint that I put on tonight, and then the rest are sitting in my build room, which is just all over the place. So yeah, you know. Well, uh, maybe at some point if I get closer here, I'll put it all together and snap a picture and get a post out there. That'd be awesome. No. I'd love to see it. You gotta, you gotta keep that all under wraps. <laughs> Deal likes to hide that shit until it's for over. the grand yeah. reveal. So and 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 talk it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Dale. Well, the picture will talk it down just fine. Old sure. school Dale, right there. Oh, my Wait, army's but... underpowered. I don't know that I've ever said that. Was it was that you or was it Jake that I'm thinking of? It might have been Jake that taught, would talk down his army. But they're only toughness three. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's Jake. Jake. That's, that's Jake. That's Jake. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a, um, pretty t- t- printed some T34s. Okay. So nice. it's nice to have the printer up and going again, and it's 
doing it once. Now, if I can figure out how to get the other one, something wrong with the bed leveling and the Z-axis, not wanting to go more than a quarter inch vertically before it kicks the print off. If I can get figure that one out, then I'll have two running, which that would be fun. Yeah, it would be. I've often dreamed of having two FDM printers to run at the same time. You being so I'm just trying to keep up with that. Uh, Don't you have two? No, I have an FDM and, an, and a resin Oh, printer. okay, you just have one yeah. of each, okay. Yes, yes. I have considered buying a second FDM many times because it would speed up things, but on the other hand, like, all I have is time, really, so. just Yeah, because I have it, I like to get it tinkered out, and I might, it might just be a, where I drop it off with uh, uh, Jamie, who's the Renegade Open guy, because he has three of the same printer that I do, the Ender Pro 3. And he's like, yeah, just drop it off sometime, and I'll get it. I'll get the kinks worked out of it. I'm like, I just might do that. Right. So that's a hard said, offer to turn down. I mean, he said it might even just drop it off, and I'll give you one minus working, and we'll just do a swap. And I'm like, that's probably fair too. <laughs> so he's got like six in total that he does because they do a crap ton of stuff. Because apparently, 40k just changed over their board size and terrain things again for yeah. tournament play. Yeah, tenth so. edition. It's a smaller board. Now. So, yeah, there you go. That's me. How about you, Rick? Um, so I started priming a bunch of those horses that I'm working on. Nice. Yep. <laughs> and then had a bit of a real-life uh, real one-to-one terrain-creating process now. I'm remodeling the kitchen uh, unexpectedly, unfortunately. Uh, we had a refrigerator malfunction, and we have to get a new refrigerator, and it has instigated half of the room being torn apart, so... Uh, you had the refrigerator. How big is this new refrigerator? Turf? Well, so our house is built in 56. Mm-hmm. So, no, earlier than that. Uh, just after World War II. Um, it was one of the soldier homes. Anyway, so they, the, all of the cabinets are 67 inches off the ground. There are like two, two refrigerators on the market that are 67 inches or smaller, shorter. Um, and they're tiny. They're like 15 cubic feet tiny. So we were like, there's no way in hell we're going to be able to feed six people from this refrigerator. Um, so we, we're like, we have to do something. And my wife was like, what if we just tore the cabinets out? I was like, yeah. So now, we got, now we're getting like a 28 cubic foot refrigerator giant monstrosity that does all sorts of fun stuff. But um, Damn. yeah, it, it's, it, it was the right decision. It was kind of not the right timing but so mm-hmm. it is what it is is it ever it never is well i mean it's just like i didn't right so as of now it's what uh february 24th the refrigerator gets delivered on the 6th of march and i'm gonna have to have cabinets removed electrical moved uh new flooring put in so i'm putting tile in and i'm removing a wall and I'm moving some ductwork. I'm moving some plumbing. I'm doing all of it. It's I, so I'm a handy person. I'm doing Good it Lord. all. Right. Well, it saves me a ton of money too. So yes, yeah, it saves you a ton of money. Just it's, that sounds like a lot of work. Right. It's one of those things where you're like, unfortunately, like uh, if you're yeah. gonna do one of these things, you should do all these things, kind of situation. Right. So sure. Yeah. Um, so while you while we have the hood up, why yeah, don't we? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, and I'm also putting in an exhaust hood. So because uh, that's you know just the shit that you should have in a kitchen we didn't have most of it and it's just like we need to have something that works so anyway so that has slowed down all my hobby progress a little bit 
Uh, so anyway, I got a bunch of guys primed, but that's you know, it, and when I say primed, they're zenith all highlighted, so they're three so fancy three primed. colors, so fanc- are, fancily yeah, primed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, already pretty close. But now my plan is to get all of the. So I'm going to have all the horses primed, and I'm going to paint all the horses. Then I'm going to prime all the dudes off the horses, and then put them on the horses, and then paint the, them after I painted the horses. If that makes sense. So I'll sure. I'll airbrush the horses. Like get all the paint and color on them, do the saddles, and then put the dudes on top of them, on and like finish them at the end, if that makes sense. But anyway, that way it allows me to like batch paint. I'm gonna have I have a hundred like basically I have ninety of them, so I'm gonna have like what something like eight or nine varieties of paint colors for the horses. So I'll have small batches to do of like one color each. So some cream ones, some brown ones, some black ones, some white ones, you know, all the fun colors of horses. Mm-hmm. Based on your horsey research. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I haven't done a lot of horsey research, but... Uh, he was mostly just horsing around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> anyway. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey straw. Straw. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. Dale, Dale's, Dale's, it's Dale's <laughs> turn. Dale's going to go home. <laughs> Dale's about to disconnect. Uh, Dale, can you? Uh, yeah, what have you been working on? Dale's going Alt F five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, I think my battery. battery, battery. <laughs> no, um, going through a, a ton of my ton uh, my my three D my three D printer has been going quite a bit, but it's mostly uh, printing board game inserts. Um, I am aside from that hobby. Um, I am. I did finish printing off. Um, the rest of the sidewalks that I need to wrap up the layout of the board that I'm working on for not Sledgehammer but Operation Snafu. So I'm hoping to lock in the, the layout of that board here um, before mid-March, I think. Nice. So, um, okay. Yeah. So um, I, I gotta, hadn't thought to timeline my project. That's I gotta, a good idea. i got to make sure that um, I keep up with with all the cool shit you guys are doing, so, um, and I think that's about it. Uh, I got a couple of new miniatures to, to to prime and paint up. I think I'd already talked about the the board game miniatures I painted up last time around. So, nothing. Yeah, that was a, that, that was a so. fun game too. Actually, it was super say. fun. Yeah, hopefully, if, if everyone had known their role, it would be would have been hilarious. Even <laughs> I don't even think anyone was really drunk at the time either. I just I couldn't. I don't know. It's the first time we played it. We'll see what it goes. He gave, we'll he gave the one guy, a, the colorblind guy, the wrong color. Well, that's why. That's why they also have a symbol on the chip as well <laughs> to let you, to let you know that you're not a pirate or a sailor, but you're the cultist leader. Anyways, um, <laughs> pivotal role in the whole thing. <laughs> that was hysterical. he still managed to win. He didn't have a. He had no he idea what doing. he was doing, but he won anyway. Yeah, right? I threw. I threw him overboard. That was not the guy to throw overboard to the Kraken. For those at home, so, we had a person not know their role in a game, and then they ended up feed the accident. Kraken. Was yeah, it feed the Kraken? Right? Yeah, that's what it's called. So, um, actually, a really good game. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to we'll be able to play it again, and mm-hmm. it'll be another. Well, we'll have to see how it goes, but um, but yeah, but so uh, yeah, just again trying to um, plug it along on uh, my Stalingrad board. So nice, sweet, yeah. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's talk some rules. Ooh. Yeah, always fun because we always like to. <laughs> yeah, 
All right. It looks like we're talking about assaulting vehicles at this point. Or is it just fully enclosed armored vehicles? Yes, because they're a little bit different. Yeah. And I, I, I get this question a lot at tournaments. Interesting. Um, well, it's, it doesn't happen all the time. And so that's when it does... And I'll say this again. like Players in tournaments, they've got a million things going on in their head. And to remember a rule that they don't play... You know, like shooting, you shoot all the time, right? right. You, the rules that you don't play a lot don't come to your mind in the moment when you've got a million other things going on. Right. And so I do get asked this question a lot, rather than I tell all my players, rather than look something up in the book, throw your hand up, I'll be over there. I can tell you what it is a lot faster than you can find it in the book. So if an infantry is going to assault a fully enclosed armored vehicle, because it's different than if they were soft skin or open top, you have to make that that fear test. Tank shock. Uh, tank, uh, tank fear is or, the Yeah, it's role. not tank shock. That's different. But yeah. yes. And it is any kind of fully enclosed armored vehicle. So I know like the French have that uh, fully enclosed armored transport. It's fully enclosed. You still have to make the tank fear Regardless test. of armor save. Like it, the, armor, the armor value of the vehicle. Correct. Oh, okay. It's just a fully enclosed armored vehicle is what the tank fear rule is for. Sure. And so that's your norm, the normal test based on whatever pins you have and an additional minus three. That's a dog. What if you're a tank hunter? Then, then, uh, then that does that does. The nine. The nine. If you, if you have anti-tank grenades or you are a tank hunter, you do not have to make the tank for your test. That's your purpose is to go run at those things. Correct. Sure. Um, so and then the vehicle can react like normal if you're more than six inches away. It can shoot the piss out of you if it wants to, if it hasn't acted yet. Um, the other important thing to know is if they, the vehicle has a run order on it, you can't assault them. They're, quote, unquote, moving too fast. So don't even try. Um, only a run? It, only a run. Yeah. Well, so with the assault, you can still... Advance does something, though, doesn't it? We'll get to yeah. that. Oh. So if it is immobilized or for whether for whatever other reason has a down order next to it, you can go ahead and assault it. Um, and when you're assaulting, each one of your infantry is going to make an attack, and they're going to score a hit on a 4+. So you count all the hits. Now, if there is an advance order on it, you need 6s only. Only 6s count as hits. Correct. And then you total up those number of hits that you've made, and make a single die roll to damage the vehicle and apply the number of hits that you've made. So if you had 10 guys mm -hmm. and you got 5 hits on a 4+, plus because it was down or hadn't acted yet, you roll a d6 and you add the 4, or you add 5 to that, say you rolled a 4, now you got a 9. There's your value. Yeah, the and number of hits you, effectively becomes the plus penetration on, yes. the, uh, on the attack. Okay. Yep, that's a, that's a good way to think of it. So, and unless you have anti-tank grenades or a tank hunter, you're only ever going to do superficial damage. Right, regardless of the penetration value that you, your yep. dice roll, whatever, yeah. And regardless of where the attack came from, you're always using the vehicle's front armor. Also makes sense. Okay. Yep. So, um, if it is a, if it's a soft skin or an open topped and you do damage, you don't have to roll on the chart, it's just destroyed. Yep. Okay. Because you climbed in and drove so, away and said, I'm the captain now. You threw your tanks in through the top, or you punched out the back window and chucked some grenades in there. Oh, I was 
See, grenades are in bolt action. Yeah. Stop asking for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be so much. Be, so. <laughs> game would be better with grenades for sure. <laughs> uh, what it? I think it's fine the way it is. Yeah. I mean, it it could use a, it could use a little, you know, reprint with the blend the FAQs in there a little bit would be nice, but. <laughs> Well, we got we got Octoon Panzer instead, anyway. Yes, and I don't think those have any comparison to the rules of bolt action. In fact, they don't. They, not even anything? Okay. Nothing? Well, we'll get there. They share a scale. <laughs> That's fine. Better than nothing. That is better than they nothing. They share a scale in a, in a time period. Fair. You can use the models of both games. Yeah. Scale and theme. That's what we're talking yes. about, basically. Okay. Yeah, yep. All right. Okay. So, there you go. That's... That's how you assault it. And and I think the one that's probably forgotten the most is the open top. They want to try and roll in the chart. I'm like, no, you did damage. Yeah, it's done. It doesn't dead. matter what the armor value is. If it's open top, yeah. it's gone. Yep. I mean, that makes sense. They threw the grenades in the top, and it blew up. Yep. Sucks to be that. Kind of the liability of open topped. Or one of one, many. One of many. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of many. I mean, there's some good shit that's open topped. So... How how does Recky? Um, let's say I'm, I'm running up behind, to the rear of a Recky vehicle, um, and they opt to Recky. Um, I guess you don't have to go reverse on a Recky, do you? No. You do not. You just, you have, just have to, to be, be farther away. Further further away in cover or out of line of sight. So they could just drive forward away. Okay. Yeah. And so if if they're Reckying, uh, there was a there was a small four-month window that Reckying put in advance or run on the Recky vehicle. Thankfully, the most recent they one, even it though it's a year and a half ago, yeah. it switched it back to down. Yeah. yeah. So so if you're Reckying, um, and remember, if you're out of line of sight, they can't charge because they can't charging requires yeah. line of sight. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the whole through cover or through terrain, et cetera, et cetera. So. Is this a case where just even being able to get far enough away to fail the charge is enough. Yeah, yeah you, you, like you yep. don't even actually have to end up in cover or out of line of sight. The first one is further yeah, away. Further away, right? Okay, so yep. you could theoretically just get out of range. Yep, and then they would go to their maximum charge distance and be right there. Right. Yeah, and then you've used your recce, and now you're in a down order. So, which is really good for bomb dogs. Woof woof. Yeah. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. Woof. Kapow. Boom. We're going to make us, we're going to make like audio noises. So when we say bomb dog, the, just little barks and then I'll blow up noise. <laughs> we want a soundboard. Yeah, I totally, totally want to get us. No, we're not doing that. I mean, if you, oh, if you, you realize, do you realize how quickly that we go overboard? Oh, that? for sure. I'd be pushing buttons all night long. All the Maybe time. Maybe that'll be the, uh, the first expansion to Achtung Panzer. Is a soundboard like a... You just you just no, put a little Achtung Boomhund. <laughs> Boomhund. Boomhund. <laughs> Boomhund. <laughs> Danger bomb dog. <laughs> uh, I know I, I, dogs running around. Sounds I good. think I know what I'm naming my first Russian tank. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> um, do we want to go over this fully enclosed assaulting buildings? Like, I'm assuming it's the uh, a 
driving a tank yeah, through a building. Hell yeah, let's do this because that's that my, is the thing. That is my favorite. Uh, then and the first thing that's almost always missed is you need to be a heavy yeah, or a super heavy tank. I screwed that tank. up in my last game. Ooh, Sorry. It should just be enclosed in A plus like Tank Shack. Damn straight, it should uh, be, but it's not. Need need the well, Pershing. That's what the Pershing's for, right? Let me drive my, let me drive my half track through the building. They did it in Kelly's Heroes. I'm sure you can do it in real life. Well, I was driving uh, I was driving a Panzer IV through a freaking bamboo hut. I was like pretty sure this is okay. Yeah, bamboo hut really shouldn't count as a building. It's more like, you know, <laughs> it's more like dense cover, it's like a right? suggestion of a building. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you should be able to drive through that no problem. I mean, you can put a Volkswagen bug through a tent, so it's kind of the same I thing. I mean, right, exactly. Right. That's what I my that was my argument anyway. But yes, you have to be a heavier super heavy. Uh, much to my sadness, because it's a lot of points. And then, and then it's basically just a you roll a, a d6 for your tank plus your hull value against a random value for a building, which for a wooden building is two d6, a brick building is three d6. Yeah. And be higher than the building, or you have problems, or you die instead. <laughs> it is bad. Or yeah, you, it is bad. the house becomes the captain. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and if you do see, so if the building scores higher, the building, let's see, the tank scores higher than the building, it collapses, uh, the building is destroyed, blah, 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 the tank is placed in the middle of the rubble triumphantly, I added that part. Hell yeah. Comes to a halt, it gets the down order. Uh, finally, the tank that survived driving into the building gets another pin. So you get two pins for your trouble yeah. on this one. You do, in addition to destroying the building... Destroy everything else in the building. Yeah, if there's a unit in the building, yeah. that unit is gone. Yeah. Pat, does it make any difference if the building's multi-storied? No, the building collapses. It doesn't. So, so it was like if we had like one of those five stories Pavlov's house buildings with like four units in it. You just yeah, drive Hagen, a tank through the first floor and watch the whole thing. Yeah, Hagen drove his Pershing <laughs> through one of them and collapsed it. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about dropping it's, four units like that, and it's making me kind of. Get the vapors over here. Get the well, it's, it's get the kind boom of hoon going. <laughs> one of those weird rules of architecture that when the first four is removed, the rest of them don't have anything to stand Wait, on. What? Is that how it There's works? No such thing as load bearing walls. What are no. you talking about? They're supposed to be supported by other parts of the building. This, this building is will start on the second floor, and we will hold it up by art because it's well, not as subjective as yeah. Science. The tank is the first floor now. I'm the first floor yeah. now. Just, right? You just have to stay there. There's only load-bearing monsters. There's no load-bearing walls. Come on. Right. Did you ever play D&D? Come on, man. Right. Exactly. Uh, all I, all so, I want now, though, is like an Octoon Panzer scenario where you're just driving tanks through buildings until everyone dies. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, Rick. We'll one, one up it. There's a, like a tank obstacle. There's like a building obstacle course you got to drive the tank yeah. through. And on the open parts, there's boom hoons. <laughs> so there's bomb dogs all over the place. Just dodging, dodging dogs the whole time. In fact, I got it. I got it. Next partisan's table... Instead of the building exploded, ten bomb dogs just run out of the building. <laughs> it was a kennel. <laughs> it was a kennel for bomb dogs. <laughs> oh, that, oh, now you're now you're talking my style. I just I want to see the look on Paul's face when he's got his tiger tank next to it and ten boom hoons come out and all attack his tank. He's like, oh, the building didn't blow up. Aren't you happy? Uh, oh, you know, he would, he would say na- nasty words and then offer you some scotch. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, he would he would love it. But I, I love his nasty words because they always come with a, with an appreciation for what's just happened. <laughs> I, I mean, we, I think we do need a partisan version too. We got to up it up. We got to up it a little bit. They've, oh, yeah. they've grown accustomed to it. Exactly. Uh, we could have. Yeah, people are still willingly playing on it. That too. 
Well, I mean, someone's going to get stuck playing it regardless, so. Every round is Paul. And that's the beauty of the Partisans. Paul is the Partisans. <laughs> it's all Partisans. Paulisons? The, the Paulisons, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, just just to, to fully go through the rest of it, should should a wooden building score higher than you, uh, you'll be taking superficial you damage. You <laughs> suck, dude. You, you chose poorly and probably rolled poorly. Yeah, clearly. Um, if it was a brick building, then you know you uh, you get to roll on the table. Uh, so sorry, you have to go back to vehicle ram rules, which uh, we covered a couple episodes. Team ago. ram run. Uh, ramming um, tanks, ramming other tanks. Oh, same, yeah, 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 it's the same. It's hot. Yep. Yep. Uh, which is you know for for doing it, you get a pin. And at the end of it, you get another pin, whether you survived or not. Well, you get a second pin if you survived. If you didn't survive, you didn't. You don't survive, get pins so you don't anymore. Have to worry yeah, about pins, the pins don't matter no. so much yep. anymore. You can have all the pins you want. Doesn't change anything because it's not in the game You've anymore. You've lost the order dice. Doesn't matter. You get all the pins or none of the pins. Take your choice. The Schrodinger's pin. Schrodinger's pin thing. Yeah, I like Schrodinger's it. pin counter. You have all of them or none of them. You'll never know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, moving on. That's a lot of rule stuff. Please. Yeah. The, all fun stuff. And I actually used some of these in my last games. Mm hmm. So uh, I used them wrong, but I still used them. We had fun with it. That's how we learned. Blew up some buildings and shit. Some units, too, no less. Anyway, let's talk. Do we want to take a break yet, or do we want to go, just go, just keep sending it, Pat? Let's go a little all right, further. All right, let's talk units. Let's take this, let's get this next one yeah. tackled. So we're going to talk, uh, we're going to deep dive into HQ units. This could take a while. Depends how deep we go. I mean, assumingly kind of deep, but anyway. Um, or is this just as simple as the question that we have here, which is when only when only a single platoon is allowed, can they be good? HQ units. So let's keep that the context of a single platoon. Yeah. Meaning, unless you're Soviets, you only have five infantry. Right. When you're talking right. about a good objective taking thing. Yep. We're talking HQ choices available to all the armies. Presumably. Yes. Well, I mean, even the even the non ones, right? So like, great, the Russians get the commissar. Well, he can't. He's not really. He's a unit, but so I don't, can he have other guys with him? He, I th- uh, the commissar can't. Yeah, the commissar okay, can't. That's, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, but he technically is from. An, he's an HQ selection, right? Yep. But I mean, so sir, in the one-offs, they're probably worthwhile if you're building, particularly to take advantage of their special rules. But um, I think you mean more along the lines of LTs, captains, majors, probably medics as well in here. Mm-hmm. And the observers? Uh, even the intelligence officer can be a in, in most that. cases is, is an applicable option. How about Chaplin? I mean he's I he's mean, an HQ. He's an HQ. Okay. I All don't right. think he gets uh, I don't think he gets anybody I, with him. He's I, solos. Yeah, he may only be right. he may, at most he gets another dude. Alright, so we've kind of defined at least what, what we want to consider here. So. Sure. Alright. So, for example, uh, when I went to the World Open War, I had my uh, board observer who brought two extra dudes with him. And because HQs, their weapon choices are as modeled. Yeah. You brought two bazookas. I had, I, well, they give you I'm the joking, I'm joking, that you can I'm have, joking. yes. Like, as modeled, that'd be awesome. Small arms, <laughs> yeah. typically. Small Basically arms. small arms, yes. So, I, so the whole squad had SMGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a three-man and SMG squad for 20 points 
Yeah, dude. Yep. So, it I found mm. it very useful. It well, was that with your free observer, with your free with observer. the free observer. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. So, just just as a starting point to, to to dive into the conversation. Okay. I have so I have had an HQ squad that had three guys, and I found it very relevant. Um, would I have paid a hundred points to have an artillery observer? No, nobody does. Don't be stupid. Except for Soviets. No, just when they're feeling crazy. Yeah. Except for when they're feeling crazy. Now, in LT, if you are if your tournament is allowing an intelligence officer, I think the last thing you'd want to do in an LT squad, because one of the two ways you can get them is to attach them to your lieutenant squad, I think you would definitely want to have two extra guys in that squad. Just because if you take any hits from that, you don't want to lose one or the other. You'd like to have yeah, some, you want some, yeah. some bros in there. Some meat shields. And then now you're now you got a four man squad. That's not that's not awful. It's not awful. Depending on the how the scenarios are written, they can capture and hold objectives. Sometimes small small teams can. That is so. definitely uh, one of my considerations if I bring bros or not, is if I look at the scenarios for a particular tournament and it's like three bros will claim an objective. Well, then I might then consider taking three guys in my infantry squads. Like, right? Losing the small teams yep. rule might be outweighed by being able to claim an objective. Yes, absolutely. Just from, uh, like, being able to do all the things I need to do and then still survive and long enough, like, that is, that's, that's a big deal. Chaplin cannot have anyone with him, by the way. I couldn't remember. I thought maybe he could have one dude with him, but he can't. Alter boy? I don't know. I thought maybe. <laughs> Never know, right? And similar to well, I mean, the medic can have stretcher bearers. Can have two dudes, yep. Yeah, but they yep. typically they're not armed. Um, they, can they can only can't. defend Geneva themselves. Yeah, Geneva Convention uh, uh, prevents them from claiming objectives. Right, and typically, right, they're not claiming objectives or yep. anything like that. And so you really do. The only benefit would be again if you could tailor your your build to um, to take advantage of their special <clears throat> rules. Well, the, so. the medic is an interesting because, right, they, they, you just have to be in range of one of them, right? You, you can have... Just the unit? Just the unit, right? So you yep. can stretch that medic bubble out mm-hmm. an, ex, an, an extra three inches, like side to side, right? Get an inch between each dude. Each guy's ha- just relatively well, an inch, so... It's instead of instead <clears throat> of the six-inch bubble around the guy you've almost doubled um, it you add, you're adding uh, two, you're inches. two to, inches to yeah, each side of the one of dude yep so that's I mean that's almost doubling it's two thirds you know it's you're going from six inches to ten inches yeah two farther inches out is do, do the uh, pizza analogy again yeah. what mm, <laughs> I did a yeah. pizza analogy when did I do this when you go when you go from a medium pizza oh, yeah, to a yeah, large yeah. pizza that's a hell of a yeah, lot more yeah. pizza a substantial increase in your volume of pizza now that middle yeah, guy yeah. isn't doing as much right in this case because mm-hmm. the other guys are covering more of that Venn diagram but um, something to consider mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good buy or not They're, medics are cheap Medi- medics are cheap um, and I think I think the only I've, I rarely see them played but when I do I see them when people are running heavy veteran units because every veteran you can save yeah. is totally awesome I, uh, I intend to bring one on a horse with those Italian horse guys 
Is the is the guy on the horse the medic or is the horse the medic? Well, actually, both <laughs> of them are. He's a really smart horse nice. too. Yeah. He's a horse medic. I man. mean, right? It, like from my understanding, you could put a medic on. He didn't a horse. go to medical school to be called doctor, not be called doctor Ed. <laughs> doctor Ed, yes, he's right. doctor Ed. Um, right, because you could do that. I believe FAQ allows you to take any if HQ you, for plus five points. Yep, mm-hmm. if you have if you have at least one squad of cavalry in yeah. your list. Yes, so that will be a making horse, horse medic. medic. I mean, you might as well if he's charging in with everyone else, saving guys. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't. I don't. It's probably not historically accurate, but I don't care. I'm gonna want to see some stretchers on those horses if you're bringing. He's, gonna, he's <laughs> gonna have like a litter behind him, just uh, dragging. I don't know how to tell you this. If he if the horse is a medic, he just has a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is what you do to me. No. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, sir. This this horse has been shot in the leg. Oh, oh I got your medicine right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you're talking the horse had a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, the horse does for the other horses. Oh, I figured it, I figured it was for the guys too. Like, oh, you broke your leg. I'm sorry. You broke your leg. Sorry. This is all I can do for you. Oh my. <laughs> this is a little dark. Sorry. That took that took uh, a hard turn. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, sorry. Uh, sorry. It wasn't meant to be that dark. Swerve the wheel back. Uh, let's swerve. Let's go. Um. Yeah. So I think the biggest the biggest challenge is just knowing the scenarios. And whether or not it's worth yeah. taking, like, I will take the bare minimum if there's no value in them. But oftentimes, your LT yeah, tax, you pay the LT yep. tax, your thirty-five points. Well, move on. I'm usually well, playing I German, mean, so it's not quite thirty-five points, but yeah, fifty, 50 for yeah. you, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, the thing, I'm typically uh, the tax is felt more in the builds where you're doing multiple platoons because you want to yeah. you want to double up or triple up on the really point sufficient things within the army list but a single platoon mitigates that somewhat mm-hmm. so it does kind of open up the opportunity for some more interesting HQ choices I, I, I still don't think I've ever seen a situation where a captain or a major felt worthwhile yeah they're just too damn um, expensive it's super situational right I mean, when I'm, I Unless yeah. you're going to do a ton of 88s or something, and you wanted them to fire them all off at once. I The only time I've had luck with it is when I played a horde of French infantry. Sure, just when an I brought, asshole of dudes. Yeah, an assload of inexperienced dudes, and he just sat in the middle with a medic next to him. Just and shot guys out of there. Made sure they didn't fail their le- their tests. There you go. <laughs> that, that plus leadership I, would make a huge I, difference I, there. But, 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 that's very situational. It's so expensive for what it's doing. And it too. really is expensive would, uh, for what it I does. would really love to see see it tested as instead of a second LT or a first LT, you could just take a captain or a major. So you can, it fulfills your LT tax, but you can just have one of the other ones if you want to. Instead of two lieutenants, one captain. Right. Yeah, I could, something like that, yeah. I could see something like that working. Yeah, but what the captain's like 200 points or something, isn't he? He's not cheap. He is. Well, yeah, it's it's like, even if you have their cost, I think they're still overrated. Well, I mean, fifty for an LT, seventy-five for for a major, hundred for a captain. I mean, that oh, man, it's still relevant. So, ten many, so many with rifles. So many. Yeah, you almost would rather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this game just really values. God, they're so expensive. You're right. Never mind. There's there. Yeah, there's a there's a few ways they'd have to have something. They'd have to bring something else to the table to be worth it. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. You know? Well, I mean, they in in second edition they they picked up this you uh, men snapped action. So that yep. that was a twist, but I still don't see. Well, maybe I, I underrate it, but I still don't. I can't find the value in that right now. So, so captain at one ten, a colonel at one fifty for regular. Yeah, uh, 
you know, 150, that's 10 vets with an LMG or, you know, outload, you know, loading half of them with SMGs. It's just like something. Yeah, that's a lot. That's so much. Four snaps. Five of your German. You 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 would really have to set set that up. I mean, yeah, you'd still rather go with with a, a first lieutenant and get the two snaps. Mm-hmm. So, much less contingent on on board board presence or board state. It's it's so rare. It's so rare that you want to snap more than two units. Like it happens, but it's pretty rare. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree with what you're saying, Pat. I'm just like, it's every use we're finding is situational at best. In, at least in uh, my opinion. Yeah, uh, for, for the higher lieutenants, yeah. 100% agree. That's why you don't see them. Yeah, and, that, and exactly right. Like I said, they, they need to bring something more to the table to be worth it. And I think yep. there's a lot of interesting things they could do, um, but we'll just have to wait and see if people get bored enough maybe we'll start playing around maybe having some fun with them in a snafu or something yeah I mean we haven't really talked about the observers at all at all either but I mean I think yeah I think Pat's got the right of it right if you're going to bring an observer team bring the two bros with him because why not because then because then that because it once he calls in his strike he's just like a extra unit he's just an extra infantry squad yep it's so many times they've done yeoman's work after yeah. that and three guys is is still combat effective one guy is sort of like Meh. especially if they got SM- one guys go hide yeah. them yep. it, with smgs dude they, they can still do some work yeah yep. six shots yep find find some cover uh, get in, get behind hard cover get in some light woods get on top of a building yeah yeah yep. second half field day. In, in the second half of a game three guys with smgs Likely, you've got to think about whether you're really going to how close you're going to get to that unit, and right? What, hey, what and and they forward deploy too, so they. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, that's a good unit when you can get them for free. If, if yeah, if you're going to bring an observer, um, the extra guys are definitely worth considering. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. interesting. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if there's anything else to think about those, but uh, they can always chime in there. Just yeah, if you got other thoughts about it, more than welcome yeah. to share with us. I, I think we probably I don't I mean I don't pay that close to I I honestly sometimes ignore HQ units more than I should, but same. Where they're easy just to like be like okay I pay the tax and I'm done, but move on to the yeah, more interesting I mean, choice. Well, and when it comes down to it, when you're like okay we're playing you know. I'm three points over. Okay, I'll just cut the dude off the LT squad. You know, like, it's just easy to... Yep. Okay, I'm just downgrading the LT. It's just an easy... Oh, oh the LT is down there. Always balance. the first okay. thing I cut. Always yeah. the first thing to chop. It just is the inevitable choice of things. So there's there's a build challenge. Oh, yeah? Try not to make try not to make that your, your, your cut. Try and see if you can get some mileage out of that guy. Try and see if you can get some mileage yeah. out of that guy. Mm-hmm. It's... Most of the time, when you cut him down to the inexperienced, he's already lost all his bros too. So he's usually like not a not a viable build at that point. But yeah, I, I would be interesting. Seven, 70 points for second lieutenant and two guys at regular. That's not. That's I mean, that's not nothing. 
for sure. It's, it's yeah. better value than a medium machine. Gun. I was back to the captain's lieutenant's Ooh. thing. <laughs> it is actually so better than. Shots fired. Shots fired, but they missed. Ouch. I mean, well, interestingly enough, if you're playing Germans, it's the same number of shots. True. Oh. But it can move and fire. <laughs> there is that. It's not a fixed weapon. And it's a tough fighter in close combat. Fair. Also fair. Uh, back to the captain's lieutenant's thing. is like, I don't understand, right? You go from second lieutenant to first lieutenant. What does the points jump? Like 20 points? Like, give or take. Uh, uh, 20, what is it, 25? I can't, maybe. Uh, yeah, 25, 50 to 50 75. 50 to 75. Okay. Yeah, regular. Yep. Right, and then we go to 125. 110. Is it 110 for regular for regular, uh, regular captain? For captain, yep. Okay. Yep, 150 for a colonel. It just feels like those points should, it should, it should just be comparable. Just You feel like there should be a consistent power. Yeah, level, I mean, know? if you're... 25 yeah, just make it 25, 25 points. 25 points in increase, right, yeah. yeah. Yep, go 100 and 125. Yeah, that would be at least reasonable to me, I guess. I don't know. It just feels really... It's ouchy. Yeah, I don't... They don't feel exponentially more powerful, so I don't know why the points are... Exp- you know, Here's what I or, think... Because the because the bubble goes from six to twelve, well, yeah. plus your leadership more. jacks up and yep. you get the extra snap to actions. Yeah, yep. so <laughs> yeah, so, you get yeah. the same I mean, from first not, to second, right? You like your I'm, bubble doesn't get bigger, but you get more snap to actions. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that the the power scale oh, no, in correlation Correct. to the point scaling, but right. But I mean, and that's what I'm wondering, like. It, <clears throat> It feels like a consistent curve, so the points feel like they should be a consistent right. curve. Right, that me. kind of, like, that's what I'm thinking. Also, hear me out, is that you're, well, Uh-oh. this is what I would do. Second lieutenants are zero points. Inexperienced second lieutenants are zero points, right? Cost you nothing to have Everyone them. has to bring them anyways you have to if bring them. the cheapest one. But then you can make captains and majors 50 points or whatever, like you have an opportunity to like upgrade to them, but they're not nearly as expensive. Gives you some benefit to them, even if they don't change any of the rules. They could do that, but that's just what I would do. I don't know. Maybe don't give know. that to Germany, and then you can get your free thing, and you can stop stop going on about how Germany doesn't get anything for free <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. Actually, I think that would be a good German. Like a free, free second, uh, free regular LT. No, no. I'd make it a I'd make it a free first lieutenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. free first lieutenant. Sure. Or that your your first HQ, um, not your first lieutenant, corporal, colonel, captain, whatever major, um, comes with a significant uh, points discount. Sure. So that your mm-hmm. you know your second lieutenant is free. I mean that would and seem then, fitting. Yeah. Or just give them a I free tank because that's what I think they should get. <laughs> come on come on warlord you really sell the octoon panzer if you give me a panzer for free because they listen to this shit no they don't maybe they do probably don't though never know all right uh now we'll take a short break and we'll come back and talk about operation sledgehammer Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down. Oh, drinking beer in a cabaret, was I having fun? Until one night she caught me right, now I'm on the run. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. 
pistol pack and mama laid that pistol down. Oh, I see you every night, Bing, and I'll woo you every day. I'll be your regular mama, and I'll put that gun away. I'll lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing mama, lay the thing down before it goes off and hurts somebody. Oh, she kicked out my windshield, and she hit me over the head. She cussed and cried and said I'd lied, and she wished that I was dead. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down with three tough gals. From deep down Texas way, we got no pals. They don't like the way we play. We're a rough rootin', tootin', shootin' trio, but you're to see my sister Cleo. She's a terror, make no error, but there ain't no lassie fair. Here's what we tell her. Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol baggin' mama, lay that pistol down. singing about their mamas and their guns. I was Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters. Good old wow. Bing Crosby. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I just read about his sons. That's depressing. Anyway. Let's not go into that. Yeah, we don't need to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tangent of another day. Anyway, I like Bing Crosby. He's good. Uh, let's uh, let's talk a little uh, Operation Snap. Uh, I keep saying Do Operation Snafu. Operation Sledgehammer. I run used to tournaments, Rick. Yes, you do, but... Snafu is always on my mind. Well, I there's that. Always want to be there. Anyway, Operation Sledgehammer. The problem is you call them both operations, and that's one too many operations, in my opinion. Should, it's actually should, I, should I go the Alistair route and like come up with something like Megatron, except for maybe no, Starscream please. or something? I mean, I, if I ran a tournament, it would be something stupid like that. It would be, <laughs> <laughs> be what, what is the bomb dog? In, in, it would be Octoon Bomb Dog. Boom Hooned. Boom Hooned. <laughs> That would be the name of mine. Everyone gets a free bomb dog. <laughs> it actually is a real dog, and you have to, like, Take adopt care of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an adopting event. Didn't well, I'm not going to be handing out sledgehammers, so let's just say that. Let's get that right, right <laughs> that's, out right that's away. Probably that's fair, yeah. That's probably for the better. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's talk about what you're working on with that right now. So this this is in, in tangent with the Renegade guys as part of their icebreaker, which is usually a little more apropos in normal winters. <laughs> Not so much this year. Ain't that the truth? There ain't no <laughs> ice to break. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been lovely. <laughs> so if you so if you find their page, we're we're listed there, and I have verified that uh, well as of today and the week before. My player pack is, in fact, correctly linked, so you should be able hey. to download it from there. Decide if you want to sign up. Uh, I know there's 32 slots. I would be shocked if we get over 22. Okay, never so, know. Never know. Uh, I know Jeff won't be playing in this one, so there will be a new Minnesota State Championship. That's right. But his his terrain will still be there. Yeah, and, and I'm not bringing the plaque back. That's mine. <laughs> yes, there'll be a brand new plaque. Well, it's got a year on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, just cross it out. Like, well, I mean, it could be like that old bug put eater. Put tape over it. That bug eater, like trophy cup, we, trophy we cup. drank out of like three, four years running, and then oh, I peed in it. I drank. Well, I mean, it's not the first time that's happened. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sterile, and it tastes good. Anyway, um, okay. Thanks, yeah. Patch. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, no, you get a new trophy every year. Pat makes new trophies, new plaques. Yep, absolutely. Nope. Yeah, plaques. Sorry, plaques. plaques yeah. I, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't supply the tartar control. You'll have to take, a, take care of the plaque yourself. That's fair. Yeah. But extra whitening. Is a, never mind. That's probably. I use that black bad. charcoal stuff. There you go. <laughs> just on your teeth. Yeah. There you go. So just, this year. <laughs> I'm just gonna just gonna yeah, run over. Just it. run right yeah, through it. Please, yeah, please okay. do. Just run right over us. So tank, this year, tank shock us. <laughs> it's a single reinforced platoon. Yep. Uh, Eleven hundred and twenty-five requisition points. That's a weird number. Yeah. Because but okay. it's a weird number. He likes to have a weird number. I do. It, it makes you think you can't just use your cookie cutter list. You've used I mean, elsewhere. You can. You just bring a medic too, or something. No, you just add two guys to your HQ. <laughs> Dale's got it. Nice callback. Uh, there's an 18 order dice limit, a.k.a. what we call it in the bag, so you can have any number of units, but only 18 or eighteen of them will be active in any given round. Sure. Um, and then we've also included the Australians, the Chinese, British and International Allied, Canadian Army List, uh, the SAS in France, the Hunterjuns squad, whoever the 12th, Hinterland, June, whoever they are. I forget. They're in D-Day, British Canada. So that list is in there. Armies Free French are in there. And Armies of Slovakia, which came out in Case Blue. Wow. They're okay. also allowed. Um, you don't use a, a unit that's... Its rules are posted on a website. It has to be in print. Um, Makes sense. Maximum of two units that are or have Gurkha, Bamboo, Spear, Fighter, Cavalry, or Shirkers. That's fair. Maximum of one unit of or with a multi-launcher, heavy howitzer, or flamethrower. Ooh, that's a tough restriction. Wait, say that again. Zero, one for all of those combined? Wow. Zero, one for a unit that has or is a multi-launcher, heavy howitzer, or flamethrower. Whether it's an infantry or a vehicle, you can only have one of them. So you can have a flamethrower and one multi-launcher, or you can only have one or the other? Uh, zero one unit width, so each each of those categories. Sure. So you, it's, okay, so it's not one of all three So you can't do a, nebul, can't do a nebul Werfer and, and a Panzer Werfer. Sure. Oh. Right, right, but you can have a flamethrower and a nebul Werfer. Well, yes. Yeah, okay. Because that's not how you described it, because how that's you described it means you can have, it's a zero one. 
I think it's clearer if you read it. Okay. All right. Yeah, just I, maybe I, I, the way it was read it makes doesn't okay. make sense in your head right. until you see it. But so those you get one of each of those selections. You can't yeah, so have you more can't, than one of them. You can't That's have it. engineers of the flamethrower and then also a flame tank. Right. So max one flamethrower, max one multi launcher, max yep. one heavy howitzer. Yep. Regardless of sure. what infantry okay. or vehicle. That makes sense. Uh, and I hate to have to put this in there, but the, the Western Desert made me do it. Uh, only one free unit per force. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, only one free. Well, how does that work with? Okay, I mean, sure, but there's definitely some builds that would allow you to have more than one free unit. I mean, there's a couple that aren't broken builds, like right, uh, French. Inex- inexperienced French would be yeah. one of them. But yeah, because the three inexperienced is one selection, right? Is that how the French do that? They have to take three to get the one, yeah. Well, and then in a single reinforced platoon, you, you only, only, five, you only five get five one anyway. anyway. Right. So, okay. Yes. Well, it's mostly because you get the one free squad, and then you get the howitzer for free. Sure. Oh, yes. there you go. Yep. That so, would be how you'd get two free order dice out of that. Yep, so, so now you're, you can only get one free unit per Right, force. so don't bring your inexperienced French horde if you want to get your free gun. Yep. Don't sure. do that. Okay. And then just a slight tweak to the Axis, uh, the Axis Alley support... And it just opens up. So it, being that it was a first edition printing for a lot of those that came out uh, in Italy and the Axis, um, is that it's just any entry that says it's a generic reinforced platoon you can bring over. So you can bring over stuff from campaign books that were published after the book was out. Like if you could take it in a normal army list, you can take it in, a, yep. ac- in an Axis support list. Yep. Okay. That, yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Unless, unless you take a, a LT or something that's dumb. Don't do that. It would be kind of funny if you did, though. It would be mm-hmm. funny, but it would be dumb. Uh, Italy, Hungary, Romanian kind forces. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. Italy, Hungary, Romanian forces may use the army special rules presented in case blue. Nice. Must, must yep. note that list submission. Uh, Germany, Italy, Hungary, Bulgaria, Slovakia, and Finland may drop one of their army special rules and add a veteran medium machine gun team for free in addition to the normal allotment. It's, oh, shit. It, just any one of their rules? They okay. can drop any one of their rules and take this <coughs> one instead. Excuse me. That's that's yeah. That's great. Yeah, I like so that. Veteran, even that's even better. Yep. Hmm. So we'll we'll see how we'll see where that goes. Just you know, I like let, like to we, try stuff. You yeah. know, this this laid into an addition. I think playing with things just to see what they feel like is fun. Yeah. 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 It's like sitting on your left hand. You, you know, it's not. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> But I mean, realistically, I mean, you don't want if you don't want things to stagnate. Sometimes you got to start, you know, comping, comping, throwing a few more, throwing, and don't go overboard. But throw no, a little no, more no, spice no, no, in no. the pot. No, yeah, a little spice here and there it goes a long way. Welcome I to mean, comping. I'm, I'm pretty sure when I play Hungary, I could do without the fact that my HQ units are fanatic and and pick up a veteran MMG team instead. What? No, no. Well, your HQ, yeah, HQ, just your HQ, HQ, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, the one like, that you're paying no, the tax like on. Fanatic. Fanatic's great. Oh, no, it's just your HQ. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. When you take the one guy, when they're one guy, they're not Fanatic anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you take three of them, dude. Come on. <laughs> right? See his last segment? Yeah. Um, no, I, I could see, like, I don't give a shit if my NCOs die. Let's go. Uh, no experimental roles, just because you have to throw it in there. No special characters, naval observers, or war correspondents. Sure. No bolt sure. action Korea. And if an FAQ comes out, the the drop deadline is April sixth for this. Okay. But I of course do have my own tournament based FAQ, which is 
supersedes all other people's FAQs. Yes, and and or opinions. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> definitely supersedes all opinions. Let me straight uh, But what about the email I got? <laughs> I, I asked somebody, and somebody <laughs> packing my shit told me what well, this you was. You got to say it with the uh, affectation. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> actually, actually, I was at I was at Bugman's and they told me I could do it this way. Yeah, I wonder at the right place. <laughs> yeah, not even the right. Place. <laughs> actually, I I talked. I ran into Marcus and uh, we we talked about this. This I met this guy in Italy named Alessio. It wasn't the right Alessio. It was just some other guy named Alessio, <laughs> and, and he told me. <laughs> he said tanks can fly. That's right. Only mine though. At least that's what I think he said. I don't really speak Italian very well. (laughs) Might have been lost in translation. Jeez. Well, I mean, okay, go look at the player pack if you want any have any more questions, or join our Discord or email Pat at what was the email address again? Snafu Podcast twenty seventeen at gmail dot com. No spaces, no underscores. What you shouldn't do is email Jamie. Don't do that. He's just going to send it to me. Yeah, just skip that layer. And go straight yep. to Pat or to Discord. Discord's probably mm-hmm. the easiest way that everyone sees it, gets checked and, most frequently. Uh, I do have an updated list. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for that includes the Case Blue has oh, been posted yeah. on our Discord for all the lists of all units that are available. Uh, just check the Snafu column to see if I'm allowing it. Awesome. So uh, I did, by the way, FYI, uh, intelligence officers are allowed at Sledgehammer. Nice. So. Sweet. Both versions? We mean both Because well, um, you can yes. take it as a separate unit or as part of your HQ. But that unit counts as one of your infantry, so... Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 the, the squad yeah. one comes out of your infantry, not your... Yeah, yeah. and that, was, that was in the FAQ. Yes, that, I'm not using that one then. Yeah. Germany, <laughs> just add one, add one to my HQ. Make that a four-man squad with the SMGs. There you go. Yep. Uh, submission deadline is the 13th of April. Okay. And cool. I, I'm thinking I'm going to do a prize... For the first person who can actually submit their file correctly, That's <laughs> there's nice. instructions right in the pack, and I still never get them submitted correctly. Is this one of those things where if you like read until the end, it tells you just to sign submit. your name and flip yeah. the page over? Yeah. <laughs> sign your name. Yeah, if you finish all the instructions, it's just yeah. You get an extra. Sign thing. your name and turn it in. It's usually not at the end. It's usually at the very beginning when they do that. No, it's usually like it's usually like. There's the like ten directions. Read, read, yeah. Yeah, read, read all the instructions before beginning the before test beginning or something. The test, and the last right. test, the last one's like just write your name at the top and flip it over. Yep. Yeah. So if you read all the directions, you you win, so to speak. So to speak. Uh, because Renegade Open had some heartburn with this uh, last fall, I specifically added that March 31st is the last player drop for a full refund. All right. Sure. I mean, as long as you make that clear, it's cool. Yep. Yeah. And if you if you act like a if you don't in the player conduct says if you act like a douchebag we're going to throw you out and you're not getting your money back. Is that a problem? So, Has it ever been? A not problem? in our circles, but you know, CIA. Renegade makes us have that thing in there. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's fair, and yeah. And you also find that well, I talk about how the objective markers are going to work. Uh, they're they're placed. Uh, they do not block line of sight. They are considered to have no height and are of the same train type that they are placed. Uh, control is measured from the center of the marker three inches and it has to be an unmounted infantry artillery with no other enemy units to control it. Okay. See. Uh, another new one that's in here: um, ending games before time is called. 
If two players want to end a game in an agreed-upon outcome, they may. Sometimes you can just see that a game will be a draw. If only one player wishes to stop play, they take a major loss and all of their units are considered lost. The other player receives a major victory and the secondary objective as well and have zero units lost for the game. Ouch. Oof. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. It's it's yeah, nice to, to have play. it in writing. Yep. Yeah. Play, play your games. So, I mean... There's been times where, like, you can see what's going to go, and you can agree on the outcome. Go, yep, yep, that's it. Okay, good game. You know, yada, yada. We get an extra 10 minutes. You know, that's fine. But the other guy's like, no, I I, I want to keep pushing through. Then then keep playing. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I get it. But I've run into those guys that are like, like it is inevitable. We see where we're going with this. No, I want to push your shit in further. Like, that's, uh, yeah, and just what it is. Well, if you've already taken the major loss, what difference does it make? I right? suppose that's true. I mean, I guess. Well, no, because I'd still want to stick it to him. Like if I killed some of his shit, if, I want to take it. If you concede or yeah, capitulate, yeah. they deserve all that's the full marks. Yep. Yep. No, just don't don't act like an asshole then. Precisely. That's our like number one goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm just thinking there are there are types of people that are that will that will lean on it hard. Right. Yeah, got I don't in. think, I don't think we see too many of them in bolt action. Nah, you're right. We don't see them very much in bolt action. I agree. We don't. But we, I mean, we're keeping score. so That makes sense. Yep. Anyway, yeah, not really an issue. Shouldn't and then come up just much. a couple of rule clarification for passengers on transports. We had this at Snafu last year. That the passengers on board, the transport being assaulted, have to be positioned between the assaulting unit and the transport. Yes. Sure. So, I mean, they're, they're defending the transport, you know, so act like you're defending it. Yep. And then we talked about this a few episodes ago, units in dense terrain. Note that if units touching the edge of dense terrain, they will still get cover. They can be charged 12 inches as possible to reach them without entering the cover. However, they considered to be in a defensive position, so it's simultaneous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Uh, ranging in, a unit that's ranging in with indirect fire, if they go down as a result of a fail order check fire, they can continue ranging in on their next order. Okay. So... And then that's those, those the rest. Um, oh, and then I... Oh, God damn it, I had to put this in there. Does improved AT apply to small arms fire or if you do <laughs> weapons penetration value drops below plus three for long range, etc.? No. no. Improved AT only applies the, uh, to using AT grenades or heavy weapons listed penetration value that is lower than plus three. Yes. Good. Uh, I had to put that in. You know, sometimes you just got to clarify it. Sometimes it makes it easier. Yep. Yep. It, it's there. It's in. It's in the pack. It's there. Yep. I I, I didn't. I, I kind of wanted to put. God damn it! The beginning of the answer, but I didn't. <laughs> Probably for the better. You didn't. Probably yeah, for the better. I didn't. Yeah. So yeah. good. So that's that's the players' pack. Uh, you can find it at the uh, Renegade Icebreaker. Um, I know I've posted it in the Discord a couple times. I think it's been posted on Facebook, at least in the Twin Cities for sure. Uh, yeah. So there you go. It will be at Game Center in Roseville. Uh, they don't let us get in earlier. They open their doors at 10. They don't have a kitchen anymore, so you can feel free to bring your food in. Don't bring your own beer. Uh, they, I think they do still sell beer, so no, when you can't bring beer into a public place anyway. Yeah, I see. Or, or wine or whatever, liquor of any sort. Right. So that, again, is April? 27th mm-hmm. and 28th? Yep. 
So for any of those that are interested, feel free to sign up. Very cool. Sweet. Rick, you going to be there? I uh, don't know yet. I gotta, I gotta get some confirmations of stuff. I could be up Dale? to my eyeballs and re- restoration stuff. So, um, I believe I will be on my way to the Mediterranean. So, okay, must be rough. <laughs> someday, someday I'll be there, Dale. Um, by when the kids the are adults, it gets a hell yeah, of a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I suppose everything gets easier for sure. I'm still working on scenarios. <clears throat> There's a new one that hopefully can get our club to do at least run around to play testing on before I put it in the pack. So we'll have a new scenario, uh, and timely objectives will be in there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, those scenarios should be released before before the last week in March. Sounds good. So, Sweet. there you go. Okay. We'll talk more in episode ninety-one. We should. We should, We might even have the scenarios by then. Nah, probably, All right. probably mm. close enough. Exciting. Yep. Around the corner. Cool. All right. Let's let's get to the main event. Ding 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 yep. ding. Uh, what is it? Octoon Panzer is coming out when? Danger, Danger Tank. Danger Tank is coming out. When is it coming out? Um, so it's going to be officially previewed at Adepticon. Okay. And then two weeks later at Salute in England. Oh, cool. Um, I believe uh, when is the actual ship date for all this? Um, uh, I want to say it's the end of April or April 12th or something like that. That is the ship date. Okay. For any pre-orders that are up there, and now you'll see that you know it's not just to have to buy the tanks. They got the book and all the little tokens are also now sure. for pre-order there yeah. too. Right, I did see that. I think that they were getting enough feedback that they pushed that up a little bit. And that was always going to be the case. Yeah. It was just how soon? Know, yeah, yeah. How soon? I think it was just a matter of making sure that everyone knows it's there, even if it comes out two weeks later or whatever. Who cares? Yep. Like, yep. Yep. Hey, we have the rule book. You can buy the shit separate. You don't have to buy the starter box if you don't want to. That's. I think that was a sm- smart play by Warlord here. Yeah. Like there was a, definitely enough people who were like I don't need more tanks. <laughs> <laughs> I do have enough tanks. Right. But, yeah. Well, I don't know what enough is, but I have some. I have a couple dozen anyway. I was going to say, I don't know if you can ever really have enough tanks, but, you know. You guys can have as big of all the car- all the tanks you want, by all means. Feel free. I got, Thank you. I got tanks sitting in the basement that aren't painted collecting dust. I, I got shit everywhere here. I don't need more stuff. <laughs> I've got enough tanks. I'm saying I have enough tanks. I'm good. Well, let's find out how you can use them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this would be a... I think I've got a couple of Shermans downstairs that I might dust off here for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how deep we're supposed to go if they're showing it off at Adepticon. Yeah, I mean, I think we probably should give an overview of what we think, right? Yeah, we could, we could talk a little bit about the mechanics. We can mention some of how the cards work and what the interactions of that stuff is. Yeah. And, be, you know... Be light. Be light. We're not yeah. going to read the whole thing to you. No. Right. Yeah. Um, and if you get the Warlord newsletter, you already know about um, how they're doing the initiative, mm-hmm. which the, is the action uh, action phases. Yeah, I think they got up to. I think that well, and they're going to do more as it gets closer. I think they're going to kind of show deal some away more each stuff. of these. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
Yeah, keep rolling the the hem up hem line up a little bit. That's yep. good for them to actually get on the GW page for once. Yeah, get on the get on the, the hype get on train. that hype train. Yeah, get on. So it. what I find interesting about the initiative is that you can make this radio check. Yeah, and then you pull your tokens, and then you can if you pass, you can assign each of your tanks the initiative that you pulled randomly out of there. So there's one in for every tank that's in place. So if there's seven tanks, there's one through seven. Both sides. Both sides, though, right? Both sides. Both yep. sides, yes. Yep. So you reach in the bag, and you grab your three activation tokens, and if you pass the radio check, you can assign those to your tank so you can know when they're going. Sure. Or can control when they're activating. But yeah. if you fail that radio test, and the radio test uh, is basically all your tanks have to be in line of sight to another one of your tanks. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to pass, otherwise it's harder to pass. Okay. And all this is flip a D six and based on how many how good your crew is, you know, you pass in a four up or or two or two up or whatever it is. Whatever the better they are. Yep, Yep, whatever the role is. Yep. If you don't pass the Rio test, then you have to randomly assign pull out the bag one, pull out the bag and assign them to them without knowing what they are. Oh, you don't Mm -hmm. get to look at them, they have to get face down or what? Yep, they go oh. face down. Well, then when you get to the phase one, you reveal. Oh, all of sure, them. sure, sure, sure. But you don't know, you you don't get to control that the, your tank on the left is going to go before your tank on the right. Right, you're right. at the mercy without of the, the pull right. without the radio test. So it's yep. a little little Star Wars Legion, maybe a little, little bit, yeah, a little bolt action, little yeah. little bit of both, kind of mixed in here. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Like I think there's a lot of things that I really like about this. What my first inst- my first uh, after I read through it or skimmed through it I shouldn't say I read I didn't read every word but uh, oh I read the whole thing it's brilliant right well I was I was looking at it from a standpoint of right I run that the after hour snafu thing and somebody was making comments like oh this seems very close to yours it's <laughs> it's not it's very much not like it definitely has some feel of it but it's not oh, yeah I it's I, not. I agree I think this is. So first off, what you run is is lighter, way and lighter. faster, yeah. and yeah. and just a, a, a hoot many and a half. players, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, many more players and a hoot and a half and fun. It's I've, a relaxed. You don't have to know what's going on in the pretzels. game. That's, yeah, hundred percent beer and pretzels. Yeah. yeah, this is like this seems less more that compar- yeah. yes, and more more comparable to like what a wanker or whatever. Yeah, whatever. So it is, yeah. it's. Yeah. It is, but you have more control over what you oh, do. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. I, I like this implementation better. Um, yeah, this is a little. Th- I, I felt this was thicker, so to speak. It's a little, little crunchier, but not yeah. unmanageably so. Right. But it gives you more control over what you want to do. You're not completely at the mercy of your dice roll. <laughs> right. For there's, what? there's some. There's more management here too. There is more management here too. But when you're going to have two or three. Vehicles on the board, it's, and that's it. Yeah, it makes sense. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not it's not it's, it's not overwhelming, sure. right. right? To manage, you know, three tanks. And the board that you have, you're able to keep all that information visually in front of you for each one. Yeah, but like as well. The da- what are, what are, what are they what are they calling these for the cards? Do they have a special data name sheet, for the card? I think. Data, data card, I think. Data card. Data card. Sure. Data card. All right. I mean, yeah. Sure. Whatever they want to call it, it's cool. And when you first look at it, it's like information overload. But after you've read through and know what those things all are, you're like, oh, oh, that, oh, that's all right there. I don't have to be right. looking anything up. Yeah, it's 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 easier to keep track of what's going on with your vehicle than say, I, this is my personal opinion, of course. I think it's easier to keep track of on that card than something like uh, Victory at Sea was. 
Sure. With the, with, yes. with their their battleship game, right? There's fewer things to keep track of here, I think, and more. It's a little more. Well, it's at least all a little in, more intuitive. It's all in one to spot too. This it's all in one spot, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, I yeah, it, it feels like a good. You, Pat, you were saying this. Do you think this lasts about an hour a game? So they're they put in there. So so the the point. First of all, it's not bolt action. Don't try and equate the points in bolt action right, to this. Right, it's right, not. Right. They have their own point sheet. Yep. Um, and we'll we'll talk about some of those. We'll talk about some of the tank specifics kind of towards a little bit later on here. But at about fifty points, which is probably about two tanks or a bigger tank in an armored car, is about an hour game. Mm-hmm. Is what sure. they're what they're calculating. Okay. And then seventy five points is what they set for their campaign mode. And hey, they have a campaign mode. That's, That's cool. Kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. That's very cool. Um, and just kind of kind of fill out some of the mechanics. I don't remember some of these we talked about or not, but I think so. You have you can either in the phase before you start doing your actions, you have you can make your tank go forward, backwards, left, right, or not move at all. Just and even if you decide to, it's going to move forward. When you actually get to executing that action, you don't necessarily have to move forward, but you still count as though you move forward for any penalties and shooting and stuff like that later. Sure, but you okay. can't turn left. <laughs> but you can't right. turn you've, left. You've committed to an action. Yep. And you've got the commander, the gunner, the driver, all of which are be rated in between, you know, uh, rookie through veteran. To just equate it to bolt action terms, they call them other stuff, mm-hmm. I think, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and obviously, the more veterancy, the more stars they have, the easier they are to perform their actions. One really nice thing that they have is that they have a button-up uh, for the commander. Either he's in the tank with the hatch closed, or he's sitting out there with the binoculars looking around. And he has certain advantages when he's opened up and doing that, and of course the same drawbacks of can have fire, like other tanks can use the machine guns to force him to have to maybe go back down so he can't. One of the best advantages I saw is when you're doing like a target sighted action, you guys can't see me doing the air quotes, but you get a you get a chance if he's unbuttoned make that as a free action so you can do something else in that same turn Mm -hmm. so every turn you get a move and you get one of these tactical actions of which they're 10 and they're all very nice and cleverly broken down to what they do up to including shooting other tanks which we all know is really fun right and the the mechanics for shooting works with adding a number of dice to your hand or and then subtracting them based on penalties and rolling said dice and trying to get a six Okay, so it's a dice pool, and you're looking for a six. Yep. Cool. Uh, depending on the action, it's five or a six. Oh, okay. Um, and how they worked infantry, and so there's like there's just like the base mechanics you can go through for your first game, and then they have the cards, uh, the event cards and asset cards they call them, that you can kind of add in to add more flavor into mm-hmm. the game as you get more used to just the base mechanics. And the event cards kind of, and the asset cards kind of act in, like, if you have infantry guys, or if you have off-field, or off-table anti-tank assets, like anti-tank guns and stuff like that. So it's really clever the way they put that in there. And so when you have zones of terrain on the table, and near as I can tell, you can still use the same bolt-action terrain that you have now, another thing you don't have to go and collect more of. Nice. For me personally, that's that's great. (laughs) My, my 12 tubs should probably be enough for a little right, while, right. <laughs> you'd think. And so in these areas, you're going to put these these little markers that will indicate that there's you know a possible uh, 
danger area for a tank that then someone could play a card out of their hand that goes, haha, now I'm assaulting your tank. And and then you can also do things, you can shoot your HE in that area to clear it, to make it cleared so it's not a hazard to you, which is, it's really interesting how they made it layered without making it overly complicated, and it's, it's cards in your hand that will refresh up to the number of highest stars of your active commander, meaning that your tank that's not dead. So you, every so the turn goes around to there is each one of your tanks will activate three different times in a round, and then at the end of the round there'll be there's a, there's a, a very interesting time mechanic that you're rolling dice and you're, you have these time trackers that you're taking you know so the time is kind of set out most uh, scenarios I saw were like between 30 and 45 minutes and at the end of each turn you're either rolling 1d6 or 2d6 to move that that counter and the, the choice rotates between your opponent who's rolling the dice because if you want the, the tracker to advance faster because reinforcements can come in at a certain set time in the game so it's mm -hmm. really interesting how they've put that together cool the well, other really nice thing I want to say is they have so if you get the rule set They've got the photocop permission to... Uh, you can photocopy blank tank things. They've got all of the stats that are in there that you can then fill out your own card. You can photocopy all the tokens and cut them out if you're one of those people who just likes to cut things. Paper, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we'll stick with paper. Stick with paper, please. So, I mean, all the stuff that you need to play the game is actually in the rule book. The components uh, that they have, the, the data cards and the tokens, is a nice... Add, but you don't have to have it. And so each faction is looked like so. There's four only the four factions in the game. Apparently, they didn't feel the Japanese tanks were really worth to make it in the big five. So well, I, there's only four in the base. In base. the base, that's the base. Yeah, that's the base. They they do mention there's plans for expansions for the rest of them later. Yeah. And right now, I think each set of faction cards, along with the tokens and the starting book, is like sixty U.S. dollars. Or you can get all four for like ninety US dollars. That's not bad. And from what I've seen, so there's the asset cards. There's ten. Make sure I'm saying asset cards. Mm -hmm. There's ten for each faction, and then there's the events deck. And near as I can tell, the players will share the same events deck. So if you're looking to invest this for your club, get the ninety one. You've got all four factions and. You know, when you're playing a game, you're sharing the events and most likely the assets. You're probably not playing the same side. If you are duplicating, well, then maybe you have to. The cards are also in the book, so you can, with permission to photocopy them, so you can photocopy those out too. So, nice. oh, each army has their own, or each faction has their own cards. Interesting. Has their own ten asset yeah, cards. Yeah. Okay. And the event, the events deck is shared between the players. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so I definitely see some things that I may implement into my game, but it won't be nearly this deep. <laughs> Hell, maybe yeah. guys would w at, will want to play this instead, like if they want yeah, to. Yeah, you never know. I mean, I mean, I'm all for letting them do that. I think I've, oh, I've actually talked to I've actually had a brief conversation with Jamie, and there's you know depending on how this plays out and where the where the timing is, it potentially adding a Friday evening event with this game. Oh, okay. You can just take over my Saturday so. thing then. 
No, Saturday said no. I'm not taking over your. Oh, I mean, thing. no, it's no, it's the. I mean, I because can't do while, shit while that's, all the time. <laughs> no, while your Saturday thing's going on is when we record Fair. anyway. Yeah. So and when we'll be live recording episode 100 at that I mean, point. Friday during the day is Recon Rumble, so we're trying yep. to do a little bit with transports. I mean, yeah, full on tank, tank battle on Friday night might be, might be uh, actually a really nice kind of cool thing to add. So sure, and if you. If you get it, like, uh, I figured probably 70, 75 points, and this will have to involve actually playing the game and seeing where the times actually come up. I mean, an hour and a half round, you get two rounds in and see who has the most points might be a pretty good way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Something to think about. Yeah. Pat, so I have a question for you. Sorry, this is going to be a slight tangent. I'm just thinking in clubs, since you said there's a campaign mode, right? Yep. So what you're really saying is we need to get into the club one night and play Built for War and then fill out the blank card with whatever tank we get <laughs> Built for War. Oh, man. And then have a tank battle with those tanks. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got, three, we've got three copies of Built for War. That's what I'm talking yes, about, we do. Right? Oh, my God. That's, that's Because brilliant. there's blank data cards. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, there is. <laughs> I have plenty of card stock. Guys, this is sounding less and less fun to me. I'm not going to lie. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. That game that game didn't do it for me. There's too much shit going on. Really? Yeah, there's just like five. You don't like building your own tank? There's like five billion things going on in that thing, you guys. Like, I don't. Yeah, but that's the genius. Like, it, like yeah. So, so my only criticism of Built for War was that I didn't feel like building the tank was as important as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But if you're going to, like, actually play that tank in a tank game afterwards, then it suddenly becomes really important again. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Mm, okay. I mean, I'll participate <laughs> if I have to. My brain is already, like, hey, you know what? Keeping track of too many things. Baby, you can drive my car. I'll build a tank. You just have to <laughs> there, drive. there you go. All right, fine. Yeah, that sounds better to me. I'm already in. That's all it takes. It's just you, just someone else do it. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to have an architect, a builder, a builder phase, um, and the team. There will be one builder, and then there will be, and then However the other player will be the operator, play. effectively. Sure. So. Rick, all you really want is the ability to run and shoot out of your tank anyway, right? And we, if yours does that, you'll play? Uh, as, and, and to drive through buildings. Yes. And to drive through buildings, I mean, yes. Yeah, if I yeah. can run and shoot and run through buildings, I, I'm i golden. I don't give a shit if they're the dumbest people in the world driving it. In fact, they better be, I guess, at that point. Well, that's easy. So either heavy or super heavy Yep. with gyro-stabilized... Uh, no, they can't, still can't system. run. That was a special rule that Jeff that came was a up special with. Rule I, I came up with. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, blank data cards, man. There's no reason. Blank why data I'm, cards, man. I mean, nothing stopping go. it. I mean, as long as we can have the the the, the you might the, need a super six to hit though. the demolition. <laughs> well, I mean, I always need the demolition a super derby. <laughs> the demolition derby of houses to kill with Panzer the Actun Panzer. Uh, right. We we still have to be able to do that. Absolutely. So we're just like and some progressive boom hoons and damn and boom hoons. That's right, the boom hoons. <laughs> as long as we can do that, I'm in. Like I'll build, I'll build my, I'll put all my armor on the bottom. <laughs> and hope it survives. <laughs> just sit on a big piece of metal. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to counter Instead you. Instead of my... a smoke launcher, you just need a tennis ball. Launcher. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. There you go. Straight up American gladiators. I'll have to counter with my bomb lemurs. <laughs> So they get to the top of your tank instead. <laughs> yes, do you want something that goes into the barrel? What would go like? What would go like a 
bomb rat. Oh yeah, bomb rat. <laughs> bomb rat. <laughs> just yeah, just don't take the pigeon bombs out of uh, old world. Yeah, no, because they always fly on. back on top of you anyway. Yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah. there's always a chance it happens with this anyway. That's actually true. They they did such a great job with their train in this in this book too. Just some cool little tables in here. This yeah. is yeah, this is really well done. Yeah, I'm so I I know we kind of all laughed a little bit when they announced this, but having actually seen some of it, it it looks pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and, and just in case anyone's asking out there, this is not the same author. This is not Alessio. Well, I don't, I, yeah, who, who wrote this one? Do we know? It's it's listed. Uh, it's Mike yeah. something, I think. Uh, Wait, Mike Bradford. Those guys never get enough credit, so we should we should make mention them. Yeah. yeah, Mike Mike Bradford, game developer Roger Garish. Cool man. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't game design. Yeah, Mike Bradford. I hey Marcus play tested this one. Can you tell me anything about it? What a jerk. Probably ND8 or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stollard and Sawyer play tested. Yeah, Marcus. Marcus keeps his mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he knows who to who he can and cannot talk to about things. He's smart. Yep. He's yep. no he's no uh, spring chicken. Uh, edited by Paul Sawyer. So if you see problems, you know who to talk to. Right. <laughs> I don't know why he is editing books, but okay. Um, I, I think he put he wears a lot of hats in that. Office. I think he's wearing um, like a lot yeah. of hats. I like the artwork in it too. Yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we have the official last copy. I have some nitpicks that I'm just going to reserve until we see the that, actual book. And that's fair. Yeah, we're this is definitely a, a preview. There's a, definitely some uh, typography choices that bother me a great deal. Um, but I was actually going to comment that there's some typography that I liked. So, in the insets, like the historical things and stuff like that. They use the old typewriter fonts that they would on it's funny, you World look. War II. <laughs> I like that. That's the one I hate because it's like so. Uh, <laughs> I like it. It's so serial killery. It's it's like they're again. <laughs> I don't know if we have the official last copy that's getting printed. It may look better in print versus on my screen, but like there's definitely some like significant weight differences between some letters and others. Well, makes it really hard it, to read. It, yeah. It's all English. Exactly. I'm not... I, I yeah, get it. As we learned I in think, England, that doesn't always mean I think that's there. a fair criticism. But if you look at the old... If you look at copies of the old... Oh, I, I'm not saying that it didn't look like of that. Of those old... Yeah. yeah of those old mission I'm just saying is no text should should look like that. <laughs> I like that they have the full stat cards with real world stats of the tanks. Yeah. Just kind of littered throughout there. That's really tell cool. you how many Pumas yeah. there were again. I Not as many as they've been sold to the whole section. Okay, so this this isn't a criticism. This is me having seen the logo when they first announced it, and I was like, oh my god, this game's going to be super campy. It's going to be hilarious. It's not as campy as I was hoping, but it still looks like fun. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting, like, over the top, just fucking crazy, because it's the flames and shit everywhere, and, like, I don't, I don't know. I was expecting it to be more campy, but I'll take it. So... So there's a game that Gale Force Nine does called it's like some the the uh, Sherman versus the Tiger yeah. game. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, one, Octoon yeah. and that's, No, but that's, that's that. But someone someone copyright that for us right now because that sounds an amazing game. That, that'd be your department. I just, yeah, I suppose it would. I, I'll make you. I'll, I'll make you a logo. <laughs> yeah, and then you can copyright it. So, so that Gale Force Nine tank battle one—that's like something you play with your ten, twelve-year-old niece and nephew. Sure. Yeah. 
and then which is perfectly is, fine. Or which is nothing wrong with that. Yes, no, it's 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 simple. It's straightforward. It's got little movement tokens to it, and yep. you roll dice and you have hit points, so yep. to speak. And it's it's very. This is a little more in depth, and I like how they did the damage system in it. Mm-hmm. And I also noted the fact that if you look at the damage, the hull val, the front hull value of a Tiger Two. There is nothing in the game that can scratch the front of a Tiger Two. In which game? Because uh, you, in, in this, this game, in Octoon Panzer. So you gotta hit it in the side, is what you're saying. You have to hit it in the side, or you have to have whatever one of the event cards or one of your assets yeah. would have to do something sure. to it. You are. So what you're saying is like heavy tanks that have a ton of armor actually feel like heavy tanks. That have a ton of armor, like armor. Can, can roll up on you and go. Fire at me and it can do nothing. Right, sure. Because they uh, feel weighty. You know, I like that. Yeah, the, you're paying the points for them too, though. So it's you're, you're paying for it. Yeah, don't you might only yeah, have you're, the one. You're, tank. you're essentially buying two tanks yeah. for that. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's cool. And it and it they activate three times during the turn, so it's not like it does one thing and does nothing else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Each tank will activate three times, and the number of rounds. So you're gonna. So let's see. We'll, we'll say five, ten. I'm going to say you're probably looking at five to seven rounds minimum, sure, of activation to get to the the the, the interesting time counter that they have for okay. it. Interesting. So so like again, you know, it's at the end of the round after you each tank on the board is activated three times. You roll a d6 or two d6. It's your choice. The next turn, your opponent has that choice to do it. And that's what advances the time, which eventually gets you to when the, the game is done at a set time. Okay. Which mm-hmm. is interesting. So it's not like your bolt action, we have six rounds, maybe seven. You can kind of push or hold back how fast the game progresses. Interesting. Every other round. Yeah. So you I, get that I, choice. I kind of wish that was different, but that's, that's whatever. I play it and see what it feels like, but... It's interesting. So the one thing I wish was different is when you look into the the building uh, building your your list is that there's a random modifier. Yeah, I saw that too. For like the number of stars, and I'm just like, and the number of ass and the amount of assets you're going to get, you know, based on the veteran of the tank, which makes some sense. But what are you going to do? Show up at the table and go, okay, I need to roll for this tank now, roll for this tank now, roll for this tank now. Okay, this guy gets a two-star, this gets a three, this gets a three, this gets a four. Oh, now I have to roll for my asset. Uh, let me pick, which I guess is okay. When, when you only have a couple things, but, it's probably okay. Yeah. I mean, so if I have four tanks, as four rolls, I have to make four sets of assignments I have to make of three values each, and then I can get five to seven points and so I'm probably looking at picking three to four asset cards out of there and I, I might have an idea what I want for the list ahead of time but yeah I, that's the that's the only slide I had and that's not and, a major and I, one and I, I don't think there's probably ways to go around that if you're doing it for like a, an event yeah TO could know, just say hey everyone's this, for, everyone's, you're yeah. using this you're using this value for these right and you know or, you, or you have so you a point put, value assigned to that type of stuff, right? It's like it costs you this much more to do that, whatever. Yep. There's plenty of ways you probably figure that out. Yeah. And and honestly, I want to play it a couple times to really see how that actually feels. You know, right? I mean, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. Right. Like, see how it actually feels on the actually having to do it. So. Yeah. But 
this looks. I think this looks really fun. I'm excited about yeah. it. I, I I wasn't ex- I wasn't overly excited until we saw this, and now I'm excited. I've been the same boat with you, Jeff. I'm, I would I seriously rolled my eyes, and I'm, I think I even posted like, "Oh, good, Warlord gave us a new bolt, a new World War II game we didn't ask for." I, I actually think that was my favorite part about the entire thing was the fact that that just the memes were hilarious. Yeah, that's just it, I mean it just kept getting better and better. So the <laughs> you, Warlord keep releasing whatever games you want. Everyone's gonna laugh hysterically because. I was not expecting to like this one. In fact, I will be. I will be ordering it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I agree too. I didn't like. Yeah, that. and just in case anyone's curious, we we don't get any of this shit for free. So we we no. review stuff and we buy stuff ourselves. <laughs> well, that's not true. I buy enough stuff from Warlord. I get their medals. Yeah, you can. Oh, you and s- then I can turn them right. I, can, I forgot the reward I can turn program. like six hundred medals in for like a ten dollar Starbucks coffee card. Or something what? to that effect. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not really Starbucks. No, but no, yeah. it's not really Starbucks. Free shipping or Just, reduced shipping one time. No, <laughs> no, we can't afford free shipping. Yeah, fair. Uh, I, I, I don't know when this changed, but I'm pretty sure it's at $75. Oh, they changed it again. Now. Oh. Okay, dude, yeah. it's, it's not as bad. It's just key. I, I'm sure they update it every time. Like their shipping ch- charges change, right? Yeah, shipping's well, become yeah. cheaper. So it's again. whatever. The, it's yeah. whatever. Whatever. Half of what Pat ordered last time is now what free shipping is. I think is what it is. Okay. <laughs> well, only only order like fifty bucks this time. Okay. So you yeah, get it down. Drop it down. Pat. Get it down at least <laughs> once, and then tell us so that we can order before you order again. Right. Just make a cheap. Make one cheap purchase for us, would you? Yeah, right? Sure. And then, <laughs> and then we'll all release the hounds. The boom, the, the boom hoons. The boom hoons. <laughs> I wonder if I shouldn't get a second copy for uh, to give away a sledgehammer. Oh, there you go. That'll get oh, some, that might not that'll be get a bad idea. Going. That's fun. That's a good, fun game to thing to give yeah, away. That, yeah, I agree. That's a fun thing to play. You should just have Warlord give you one. <laughs> I know a guy. I'll try and talk yeah. to him. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. It's not, Maybe. Is that pre-Adepticon? No. Uh, no, no, no. No. Yeah, no. It's not. Right. Adepticon's like late March. It's usually right. almost end of March. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I think the 12th is... And I'm, I'm totally making this up. I guess I could go to the website and actually check. Do you, Pat, do you know if they're going to demo this at Adepticon? They, in fact, are. Okay. They're going to demo it here in America before wow. they demo it in London. That's dun, dun, dun. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, John gave me a big grinning emoji when I asked him. <laughs> well, that's uh, good for good for them. Uh, Adepticon comes before salutes. Yep, yep. I'm I, I'm actually excited. Adepticon has a huge bolt action draw, so it I does. mean, it's so is that? But is that going to be in the second building then? How does that work? It's going to be. In the, I have I, no I, idea. Yeah, that's I a good question. Because it's in the vendor, like Warlords in the vendor hall, which is in the big building. But all the bolt action I people are in the other building. Heard scuttlebutt that they had split some vendors off to that other. Oh, building. okay. I could be wrong, uh, and maybe they did. I could be wrong, but I feel like they had moved some of the vendors over to that other auxiliary site, okay. satellite site, whatever the hell they're calling okay. it. Yeah, whatever it was. I don't. The the historical that that might not be correct, but I, I feel like I heard the that. land of misfit toys or something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the pre-order just says it's um, April 2024, but I believe it's uh, the twelfth. I don't know why the twelfth is sticking in my head. I have no idea. I, uh, I might I'm, have something to do that day, and I don't realize. I'm, it. Yeah, that's usually what it is for me. <laughs> that's usually what it is for me too. I probably have an appointment or something. I'm I, supposed or to I'm be thinking at. it's <laughs> the wrong month. Like that happened once or twice in this. I was only off by like three months. A month. Yeah, yeah well, sure. Only, only a month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll obviously post more when we see the previews come up. So. 
Yeah, yeah. When we know more, we'll we'll pass along additional information as we can. The um, so the only other thing I I mentioned, um, we we spoke briefly that there was a campaign included. It's actually ten pages um, currently, based off of the information that we have. The complete rule set is is ten pages, and that includes charts for quirks that your crew, your tank crews, end up having. Like bad quirks. Um, Some of them. Positive, negative. Um, it's like you know, there's, in there. Yep, you know, uh, there's there's levels of your crew, and there's a tank ace level, but that's only available through campaign, clearly, as you gain experience points and things like that. There's upgrades. It feels very, um, if you were familiar with the Mordheim campaign yeah. system, yeah. it feels yeah. very integrated in that way as well. So that's that was one thing that stuck out to me. I, I looked through that, and that that's cool. I'm really I like really that. Really yeah, cool. dude. Yeah, there's cool. like a. a uh, centerfold illustration here that's freaking baller. I, I, oh god, I hope that's a fold out. We've been talking about them putting fold outs. I don't, in I don't think it's forever. a fold out. It's a two page center. I think it's a two page like center print. But ah, yeah, fold still pretty cool. It's not a map. It's not a map. I'm not going to say the page because it might be not right in whatever copy. But I posted that sure. it. You can look at it and see it for yourself. Like it looks pretty sweet. It's a sweet print. I mean, I'd frame that I, and hang it in, totally in my game room. Yeah. It's like Germans. Is that a? They're all. It's it's, it's, it's British. British versus Germans because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a firefly. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was hoping it was like Americans, Germans, and British all fighting together, but it's just the British. <laughs> hey, you you know what's not in this? No. Da- Daka Stewart Panzer yeah, Three. The, yeah. T twenty eight. Those tanks are real good against other tanks. Exactly. Yeah, we went back and forth on that one a little bit. I really like the T twenty eight, but it's not in here. I like the. I mean, I like the deck. I, I like the Stewart. I, I don't necessarily like the Daka Stewart, but like uh, the M the M five is. I don't think uh, Dale. It would be terribly hard to point up uh, a T twenty eight for this game. Right. Though. I think you. No, could. probably not. I mean, and they gave you blank cards. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you'd swap out. You'd probably want to swap out the heavy howitzer for for a tank gun, but. Probably, um, there's not much you can do with the smaller turrets, but I mean there are there are machine gun rules in here. So mm-hmm. there's a tactical action that involves machine guns. Yeah, I like. Yeah. it's got flexibility. I like it. Yeah. So I cool. Um, didn't didn't think I was going to like this. Highly recommend. It looks like a lot of fun. It does. I like these. Uh, I, like, I was looking at the quirks. They're pretty funny. One call. I didn't read any of the campaign. One of them's called the chemist. Yeah. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh. <laughs> That's the guy that hands out the Red Bull. Right? Yes, the yes, yes. The, the precursor to Red Bull. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, it just increases their star rating, which is which is not bad. Like it's actually yeah. got some. Yeah, no, that's stuff. awesome. Anyway. All right, that's all the vague radio talk we have for today. He so. He's turned it off by now. He's yeah, long he, done. He was not interested in Octoon Panzer anyway, but but well, Octoon Boomdog. What is it called? Octoon, oh, Boom Octoon Boomhound. Boomhound. Octoon Boomhound. <laughs> Let's go. All right, uh, Pat. Can we just end now? No. Let's go on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dale's asleep in his <laughs> chair. <laughs> All right, guys, this is Snafu. Over and out. Goodbye, guys. Good night, everybody. Dale's seriously asleep. <laughs>
I wouldn't blame him, man. He's probably had a long weekend. Dale says goodbye, too. The shepherd will tend his sheep, the valley will bloom again, and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be White cliffs of Dover Tomorrow Just you wait and see The shepherd will tend his sheep The valley will bloom again and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow. Just you wait and see. Well, right. <laughs> well, it's so it's an idea of getting is starting to establish a you know the WTC has obviously got some economical bars for a lot of people in the U.S. to get there. It's, I think I think his thought was the seed of planting oh, here USTC. in the USA yeah. team event. And ATC. We just call it the World Series. We do that for everything else. <laughs> well, right, yeah. We, well, we have to invite at least one or two Canadian teams. Uh, I mean, that's more than Only, only yeah. if they participate in other things. They have to show up for other stuff for that to work. Canadians right. have right. to come yes. down to Adepticon. They probably do, in fact. Come. And they probably, they probably do, do, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So I, I think that's the kind of the precursors you're looking for, and I think that sounds like it'd be a, something to look at. Yeah.